Welcome, everybody, to the Family Mission Podcast. Hello, everyone. We're glad you're sitting here at the table with us today. Very glad. (laughs) (laughs) We enjoy these weekly conversations with you, and we hope you enjoy these conversations. And hopefully you'll just share this podcast with your family and friends, and maybe we can get a few more people sitting at the table. Just a few. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please do help us out with that. If um, if you've enjoyed some podcast or a particular one or even today's, share it, share it, share it, please, right. please, please. <laughs> well, last week we picked up and actually we began a conversation out of a passage in Ephesians four, and it's a it's a very powerful package. I mean, just theologically, it's just some powerful stuff. Yes, but powerful. it's extremely practical stuff, and that's what we love is getting into the the things where we can make the word the expression of our life. We yeah. can. The live word it. live it. Come oh, on. Oh, become one with it. That's, live it. That is the goal. That is and, the goal. Uh, you know, so we're going to get back into that conversation here today, this week. And so we just want you to, if you have a Bible, open it up to Ephesians 4. If you're just doing something else, just listen on. And if you're listening to today just for the first time, you may want to go back and catch yeah. last week's podcast as well, because um, we talked a little bit about. Some things that we're not going to talk about today. So, <laughs> hopefully, it's fun on this subject and in this text. So, we're going to pick up um, on down in Ephesians four at verse twenty six. We'll begin. It says, "Well, verse twenty five. We'll grab this um, Ephesians four twenty five. This is just classic New King James, and we may grab a few other translations here. Therefore, putting away lying." I think it's interesting. Would we have to tell Christians to stop lying? <laughs> I mean, he's writing to believers here, the saints that be in Ephesus. He's telling them to stop lying. <laughs> wow, what a so, zinger. So what does that mean? That means... Um, stop lying. Stop lying. <laughs> means we're all susceptible to it. Yeah, don't, it well, and it means that we have to have a culture that we don't tolerate it. Well, and, and why is, I mean, think about what a lie is. In lie, ourselves or a in lie others. can be, you know, a blatant you know, lie, but it also can be shading the truth where oh. Oh. You're, you're controlling the information flow. Or the narrative. And the narrative. Oh, buddy. And why? I'm not going to touch the cat that is the media, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but why do we do that? I mean, because it really boils down to a very important root. The reason a person would not do that, be honest and be truthful and honest is because they don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, and that's where we kind of left off, you know, last week, if you missed it, we talked about, you know, having a safe place for communication, a safe place to share your feelings, to know that you're going to be heard mm. and you're not going to be judged. It's not, nobody's going to try to fix you. You just have a place to be safe and share what you're feeling. That Amen. is powerful. I think what you said there, that safe dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, that's what Christ came to accomplish. You know, when he, he did all that he did on the cross and when he was resurrected, he established a safe relationship with us in the Father. Yeah. He made it completely possible that we mm-hmm. could stand in the face of a holy God. Mm-hmm. He says, boldly approach the throne. I mean, we can boldly, the veil has been lifted. That veil, there's now a safety that we can walk in and we can trust the goodness mm-hmm. of God, whereas before that wasn't there. Yeah, that was. I mean, there. That's why you see even in the Old Testament all the cycles, mm-hmm. and that's why you see in an unbelievers or an unrenewed mind Lots there's cycles. cycles. Yeah, and those cycles that you know we bring up in cycle can kind of be a re, you know maybe a more of a religious type of word, but you could say even um, habits, mm-hmm. patterns. patterns, patterns. You know, you could, there's a lot of different words to say that, but they're all different things that are continually 
happening behavior that is producing death, that is not producing life and is not love-based or love-rooted. Holding back information is not what love would do. Yeah, because when when there's lies in a home, it's going to erode trust. That's right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, I mean, when trust is, is lost and trust is eroded away and the bottom drops out on the relationship because a lie is discovered or lies are being told, things are being dishonest, that then undermines the integrity, whether it's a marriage or whether it's parents and children, children and parents, you know, siblings, on and on it goes. There's trust that we have to protect. So, Mark, what would you um, say to everyone would be an answer or how do they handle when lies come forth? Whenever you find out about a lie, say your spouse has lied to you or your child has lied to you, what do you do? Well, I think we revisit what we opened up last week. and We have to get into a place where we're going to have a very open, vulnerable conversation and more than likely, it's not going to get all fixed in that one conversation. Mm. You know, it's just going to be the opportunity to get everything out in the open. Hello. And sometimes that's, that's when things get heated is we think it's all got to get fixed in that one conversation. Because truth sets free. So as long as we are seeking truth, freedom comes. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean that it's all going to be, you know, okay, it. It instantly changed today. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it is something that we have to work through. It's something that we have to, you know, step by step by step by step. And people don't like to hear that. Yeah. They just want it instantly fixed. And we have to be patient enough to to allow the Holy Spirit to walk us through the process. Because if That's a good. person's, I got, Sam's got something to share here, but if, let me hand this to you in a minute. Um, if a person's being deceptive, a person's lying or something like that, it's because something's built up in their heart. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one-off. You know, I'm just going to throw this relationship in the trash and just be and lie and deceive and and hold back. No, something built up little internally. by little by little internally to get to a place where they would handle the relationship that way. That's why what we're saying here is that this won't get fixed in just one conversation. There can be a prayer of forgiveness. Forgiveness can come. But working out and rebuilding the trust is going to be a journey, and it's a journey worth taking. Well, I think it's it's true. In the beginning of this chapter, chapter 4, there's some things that are talked about. In the very first verse, he says, Therefore I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you. So this is an, this is an urging, as I'm really, I really want you to do this, is what Paul says. He says, Walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. So there's a way to do life that everyone's been called into. Verse 2, with all humility, gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Okay, so hold on just a second. Daniel, will you read that verse 2 in the Amplified Classic? Because, four, verse two. Um, because I believe that right there is an answer for somebody that's listening. So read it again from the Amplified Classic. Living as becomes you with complete lowliness of mind, humility, and meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, mildness, with patience, bearing with one another, and making allowances because you love one another. Okay, so there's there's a couple things there. Um, number one, the allowance. What is the allowance 
mean? What is making an allowance for somebody that's just lied to you? It makes room for them to turn around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's making room for them to see truth and be be vulnerable enough to speak truth instead of a lie. Yeah, and find out why did they not feel safe to be honest. Uh-huh. I mean, if they're not being honest, if they're lying, covering, shading truth, whatever, then we need to find out why did they not feel safe. You know, in other words, just stop lying. I mean, that's true. Stop lying, but you know, let's let's also prevent future lies okay, so, by keeping a healthy, safe environment. In the okay, home. so I'm I'm specifically talking to parents right now. You've got a child that is not being truthful with you, mm-hmm. um, and you're frustrated. You're you're almost at an angry point. So, what can you do to turn this around? Number one. You can allow the Holy Spirit to help you just simply stepping back and saying, Holy Spirit, I'm asking for your help in unpacking this. Because it is, there is so much, when you get to a place of lie, there is so much that is packed up and balled Mm -hmm. up and you're offended on the inside with yourself, with others. I mean, there it's like a big, huge furball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going to have tangled to, web, and you're going to have to be patient because what did that that verse two in the Amplified say again, Daniel? It said the very first part: "Living as becomes you with complete lowliness of mind, humility, meekness, unselfishness, gentleness." Mildness with patience, bearing one another. Okay, so gentleness, mildness, patience. patience. Because yeah. because the whole thing is to get to the root mm-hmm. and, and the root of the heart. Yeah. And so... Um, because it's not just about controlling behavior. No. It can't sometimes, be. again, the Bible does say stop lying. So, yeah, that's stop lying. Well, that's... That on one but hand, that person has to see the truth. Whoever's person, lying has to see that yeah, truth, and they have to know themselves why they're choosing to lie, and it, that just it's going to take a lot of intentionality, a lot of patience, a lot of pursuit, and it's going to take a real redemptive pursuit uh, for both. And it's because also the reason the Bible says don't lie is because there's there's uh, consequences mm-hmm. that come from lying. For example, breaking trust, and trust is yeah. the most precious thing. <sighs> Everything. everything. It's everything. everything. So breaking trust. So there's consequences. There's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's death. the reason. There's yeah. death to the relationship. There's death to your heart. There's death to your there's spirit. Shame. There's shame. So when you're unpacking the furball that I, and I don't know why I use that, <laughs> that phrase, but I mean, when it's all balled up and you're having to literally take it strand by strand and unpack it. You're gonna you're gonna have to work in, and we worked in um, just a a patient, patient, patient place, and with that, um, that out of that patience is gonna come much fruit of the vulnerability coming back and, and I, safety. Yeah, and I will say this: I mean consequences are always there mm-hmm. now that's up to whoever's on the other side of that lie um that's re- received that lie um 
whether, you know, whatever the consequence that that parent decides or parents decide to um, establish and consistency mm-hmm. every time there is a lie, this is the consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that aspect as well. Yeah. I think it's good. I think too, um, you can't solve everything by a, um, a passivity, but I do think in the very beginning, the initial point that initial safe, like we talked about last time, the safe place, safe mm-hmm. conversation. You know, at that point, have that conversation separate from the consequence. Yes, we did. Um, we did. I know that was always something whenever there was something like I got caught. I mean, no one's perfect. Everyone's <laughs> lied. Everyone's fallen short. That's not anything new. But when there is that lie, there is, there's a lot of grace that needs to be extended. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the same way Jesus gives us grace. Because if Jesus was just to drop all the things we were doing wrong right mm-hmm. now on all of us. And the consequences. And the consequences <laughs> that is due all the mistakes we are currently making on a daily basis, mm-hmm. we would all melt in the carpet. Yeah. You might as well just give up. Um, and see, that's where the, the scripture, where there's no revelation of God, oh, people perish. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen 18, uh, Amplified says, yes. where there is no redemptive revelation of God, People cast off restraint. In other words, they give up hope. And see, where that hope is gone, that lies are bred in that hopeless environment. Yes. You know, where there's no hope of redemption, that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm too far gone, so I just got to keep covering, because yeah. there's no way I'm getting out of this One mess. One lie covers another lie, covers another lie. It's a hopeless heart. Yeah. And so you extending that grace and that undeserved mm-hmm. mercy sometimes, yep. again, not every time, like you said, there are consequences at some point. The Bible does talk about in Jude, some are saved, mm-hmm. you know, some are saved from the fire, some are saved with a gentle, you know, kind of nudge. So it's easier to catch it early and get that mm-hmm. gentle nudge. But if it's down there, I mean, at some point there is like, hey, we got to get out of this situation. You yeah. are on fire right now. Yeah. And I don't want to see you burned anymore. Yeah. You're right. burning up all your relationships, mm-hmm. everybody who cares about you. And so there has to be sometimes some very intense intervention, but it can always be from a redemptive heart. It can always be from a humble heart. Mm -hmm. You know, James says, I'm sorry, Galatians says, chapter 6, it says, those that are spiritual restore such a one that has been fallen into sin. So. But it says, do it with meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Hello. And so when we are in that process of restoration. Mm-hmm. As it, a parent. <laughs> as a parent or as just a sibling or Spouse. as a pastors, you know, whatever situation would be. A lot of these dynamics roll right over into even just the local church family and that whole family dynamic. But the point is, always have redemption in mind. Have a redemptive attitude, even if you're having to establish boundaries, maybe administer some consequences. Because, again, one of the things, especially early on when children are learning, if you can associate pain with bad behavior, man, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, it helps them discover this is hurting my life. It's not just hurting people. It's hurting me. And so if I'm going to be dishonest, it's going to hurt me and helping people mm-hmm. to learn that and whatever yeah. consequences cause that mm-hmm. and can reinforce that or boundaries, whatever the situation would be, maybe more, more of an adult situation, maybe boundaries that are put in place. Until trust can be reestablished, trust can be formed again, and um, it's but, it's a journey worth taking. It's a yeah. it's a it's a work and it's a labor. Um, it won't be solved overnight. It won't be solved because again, yes. to get to that place, there was a journey a person had in their heart, and so being willing to you know, use the furball thing. I think if you're if you're a guy out there, think about the most horrendous tangled up 
mess of extension cords, you know, <laughs> and you're going to unwind that thing. You know, you got to be patient and it's not going to be a quick thing. And so to unravel all the things that went on in a person's heart for them to be dishonest to you, to lie to your face or to be shade the truth or whatever the case is, it's worth the journey. It's worth the redemptive journey to pursue their heart like God pursues us. And not taking it personally. Yes. It's very important in that safe, like we, we mentioned last week, but it's important whenever you're the listener in that situation, don't take it personally. Yeah. This isn't about just how they hurt me, because if it comes there, people feel that. That's where the lie comes from, because mm-hmm. they feel attacked. Mm-hmm. Well, you're hurting me. Why would you treat me that way? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to open up to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit me. You're going to attack <laughs> me. You're going you're gonna to hit back. But when you feel that they're not coming at it, they're not mm-hmm. coming at it from a hurt, wounded place, but they genuinely are concerned for you, they care about you, that's the love, that's the grace you extend. Mm-hmm. And that's what helps heal these hearts. This is a very important truth. You know, yeah. obviously our time has kind of gotten to the end here, but these truths are very important. These mm-hmm. are foundational things that really can establish healthy communication yeah in the body the church body our natural home it's it's amazing what can be done with these very simple truths really and again we always want to encourage you these kind of things we're talking about this kind of a kind of a heavy conversation not heavy in a weighty way but just heavy in an important way but these are things that take practice and be willing to realize practice 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 these truths practice these communication skills and don't get upset if it takes a while to get it really mm-hmm. implemented. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth the journey. It's worth the effort. It's worth the practice. And, you know, just give yourself room. Give yourself, be patient with yourself as you're working through. And it's just a, it's a wonderful thing to really press into. And it really will bring a lot of healing into your home. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's an amazing thing. This will bring a lot, a lot of healing. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Family Mission Podcast today. We love you guys. We're so thankful for everyone who listens to these shows. Um, For more information about us, check the description of the podcast, of course. And it sounds like we'll see you next time on the Family Mission Podcast. 